0: Welcome back to the program. Time to talk about the situation, the unfolding situation in long-term care in this province, Ontario, reporting 573 deaths from COVID-19 in long-term care, and that number up sharply from just 516. Yesterday, 75% of all deaths in Ontario have occurred either in or because of a breakout of COVID-19 in a long-term care home. And the announcement today that the Canadian Armed Forces will now be deployed in five homes. We knew that there were going to be five homes this morning. We discovered what five they are. Orchard Villa in Pickering, Altamont Care Community in Scarborough, Eatonville, Etobicoke, Hawthorne Place, North York, and Holland Christian Homes, Grace Manor in Brampton. Those are the five homes where the Canadian Armed Forces will be sent to help out. That is, in the beginning of it, the uh, Ministry of Health, the Minister, pardon me, of Long-Term Care, saying that the whole idea to call in the armed forces is to have them be able to be deployed to even other, even different homes as the outbreak perhaps changes. And yesterday, when talking about what's going on in long-term care, the Premier The premier became somewhat choked up. Now, this was prior to us finding out that his mother-in-law has tested positive for COVID-19. I'll play this for you. Now, this is when the premier was talking about, and what he talks about here when he talks about a cherry picker, he sort of starts talking about this, and this is where he's sort of retelling a story about how somebody brought a cherry picker so that, you know, family members could be lifted up on the outside of a building to be able to see their loved ones. And here's what happened at that press conference. My, my heart breaks for the, the people and the, the families. You see a loved one with their, their, their elderly parent and they put their hand up against the window. That's heartbreaking. You know, I, I, I relate to it in our own family, as I, as I mentioned, uh, with my wife, Carla, uh, and, and or the, the person that got on a, a cherry picker. Um, anyways, the, the system we
1: can uh, do better.
0: That is Premier Doug Ford speaking at his daily press conference yesterday. And a reminder that Doug Ford is coming up shortly here on this radio station. We will take you to Queen's Park Live. He is expected to speak today with the finance minister. We'll be there uh, as well, of course, the minister of health will be there uh, as well. Not the minister of education, so don't expect anything on schools today. Nothing official, at least from the minister of education. Uh, And coming up on the program, I'm going to uh, tell you a little story about, uh, you know, my family member who's in long-term care and the worry there. And plus, I'm looking for your stories. Do you have a loved one in long-term care? 416-870-6400. What is your story on that? On the line, I am joined now by Donna Duncan, who is the CEO of Ontario Long-Term Care Association. Welcome to the program.
1: Uh, Good afternoon, Alan.
0: What is the situation currently in um, these homes that have outbreaks?
1: Well, you know, Alan, we started this with a really critical staffing shortage, and I and I have to say that, um, you know, the cracks are the cracks are showing. Uh, this is a, a really tough environment for for our residents, for their families. Clearly, it's tragic, uh, and it's really stuff. Tough on our staff teams as well so what we're seeing is as we have outbreaks uh, and an outbreak's just one case um, that, that it, it really impacts uh, staff and we, we're, we're losing in many cases as many as 70 percent of our staff on, on the ground. Um, that being said the majority of homes in Ontario we have 626 homes in Ontario uh, and the majority of them you know more than 500 uh, are COVID free still which is we need to keep them that way.
0: You heard me talk about the particular homes that the Canadian military is being deployed to. Do you know precisely what the military will do and do you have concerns that they have the proper training to be able to uh, help in an LTC?
1: Yeah, so, so my understanding of, of, of how this is, will work is that um, they're limited teams. Uh, they will have two nurses. They'll have a medic. Uh, they'll have medical assistance, and then they'll have general assistance. So they are uh, deploying those who do have clinical skills and capacity, which is great, and, and strength. Uh, and uh, the general uh, assistants will do things like help with the, the, the cooking, the cleaning, um, uh, logistics, getting supplies, making sure that they have what they need, uh, helping with screening, uh, and and then, you know, and ideally this will take the pressure off uh, those poor staff who are just absolutely exhausted. So these are homes that have, have lost a lot of staff um, uh, to positive test results as well as to some, some mental health concerns and issues. Uh, it, 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 these, are, these are not easy times. So they're, they're extraordinary. This is just so extraordinary.
0: What has the actual on-the-ground impact been of the change in regulation that uh, personal care workers can only go to one home?
1: Um, you know, Alan, uh, it it's, it depends on where you are in the province. Uh, largely, anybody who was already an outbreak, even even flu outbreak before this, had already started to migrate to it. Uh, where we're seeing real issues are uh, where there are homes in the province uh, where. There, they had no. They relied on agency staff because they they were in such a, a dire situation in terms of being able to secure uh, full time staff in in their their local communities. Uh, so there's been a big impact there. We're certainly working very closely with government, um, with hospitals, uh, with uh, Ontario Health uh, to look at deploying into the homes. Uh, and our organization uh, has launched a, a platform called Link to LTC, which is a job matching platform, and we developed it in partnership with TASWIS, uh, which is a company out of the Seneca College Incubator, so people around the province can sign up uh, uh, and register to get a job, and all of the local homes are posting jobs there for anything from a care aid to uh, a registered nurse to a dietary to kitchen, and the, the order lets us do that uh, if we hadn't had the order uh, we'd be really restricted uh by virtue of what credentials anybody would have to have to come into a home this way we get qualified people who who have uh, food handling uh, certification uh people who've already been through nursing training or retired nurses and such uh, who can really step up and, and then also foreign trained uh, or, or internationally trained professionals so uh, we think there's a great opportunity for people to rally around uh, and uh, and help shore up our homes because the military is a, is a, a moment-in-time solution to get us through the next uh, coming weeks, but we still have a massive shortage of staff, uh, and we're really encouraging people to step up and join us.
0: Speaking with Donna Duncan, who is CEO of the Ontario Long-Term Care Association, and Donna, a final question. Ontario has a mix of private and some public homes, although the majority are private, uh, privately run, and the premier has expressed some frustration with some homes, and and asked some questions about whether or not, you know, some home operators have been forthright with information. Do you think Ontario has been well served by its system?
1: You know, I I think that as we look at it, all of the homes are funded the same way and they're all regulated the same way. So there is a level playing field, uh, regardless of what your governance is. Uh, The the way the funding model works is uh, no one is able to profit from care. Uh, I think part of our challenge is Uh, in terms of sharing information is where where we've we've struggled is everybody's been so overwhelmed uh, with the staffing and and there have been so many different channels uh, through this Uh, things change have been changing every day if not every hour Uh, and you know a lot of efforts are being made right now certainly and we're working very closely with government to share information and find information out uh, from them as well so it's Communication is key in these times of crisis, and, and quite honestly, we all we all can do better.
0: Donna Duncan, CEO of the Ontario Long Term Care Association, thank you so much for being on the program.
1: Thanks, Alan. Take care.